yesterday when I was, uh, got the blessing of going over to see Bill Clay and got to pray with him, I got a little picture that was uh, right by his bed. That's when the day they got married, right, Kristen? And how many years were they married? Isn't that beautiful? Good-looking couple, man. That's beautiful. And then a couple other girls visited me in the store, so I took a picture of it, and I wanted to show you that, and uh, it said, Seek the Truth. And I want all the kids to tell me, who is the girl on the left? What is her name? Come on, yell it out. What is it? All right, how about the girl on the right? All right, just checking, man. Adeline, I got to tell you, can you come up here just for a second? I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I want you to come up here just so they can see. Kathy, I got you a pair of those shoes for Christmas. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, my God, so cute. I love those girls, definitely. This message really came about, uh, as you know, my older brother passed away three months ago, and I was texting my cousin in New York, my cousin Charlie. He was reached out to me and actually called me when my brother Tommy died. And, you know, I was just sending him texts back and forth. And I thought about the, you know, I don't know where he is with the Lord, but I sent him, hey, how you doing, man? Praise God. Good to see y'all. But I sent him the verse, first uh, John chapter 1, verse 14, because I was thinking in my mind, yet all who received him to those who believe in his name, he gave a right to become children of God. And I sent him just. John 1 14 and I thought oh my gosh that's John 12 why did I send them John 1 14 so I got my Bible out looked it up and John 1 14 said this and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we have seen his glory glory as the only son from the father full of grace and truth and I thought I'm glad I sent them that verse and then it's like the Lord's telling me, that's what I want you to talk about at Christmas. That the Word became flesh. And if you look in your Bible, that W is capitalized. That Word became flesh, dwelt among us. And we have seen His glory. Glory as the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. So I thought about telling you about two disciples, John and Luke, and how they talked about Jesus in the Scriptures John, who was the son of Zebedee, praise God. Anybody know anybody named Zebedee? Not me, praise God. But he was a disciple of Jesus. He was one of the first 12. He was part of that inner circle that Jesus had, Peter, James, and John. Whenever you see the disciples in the Bible, always starts out with Peter. But John, he wrote uh, the book of John probably between 50 and 70 A.D., Anno Domini, A.D., which means the year of our Lord. So then the book of 1 John was written between 85 and 90, and he wrote this, the first two verses in the book of 1 John, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life and have touched... Uh, with our hands concerning the word of life, the life was made manifest, and we have seen it. We have testified to it, and we proclaim to you eternal life, which was from the Father and was made manifest to us. And when you see the word manifest, kids, that means to be 
like visible or obvious or evident. So you see in those ter- first two verses of 1 John that Jesus was from the beginning, so he always existed. But John wrote in that first verse the word we. And when he said we, he was talking about the other disciples that they had heard Jesus, that they had seen Jesus. They had looked at him and touched him. So they knew Jesus. They watched him teach. They watched him at the Sermon on the Mount, the greatest message of all time. They saw him do many miracles. They saw him fulfill the work of his father that God sent him to do. They spent three years with him on earth. Now, Christy Knuckles has been my favorite Christmas CD. If you haven't heard it, get it. It's called The Thrill of Hope. And in the beginning, <clears throat> she talked, she wrote these lyrics. And I found out later from Jen Mills that really Bill Gaither wrote these lyrics. And here they are. This is for Christmas. The King is coming. Open up your eyes and see it. Open up your ears and hear it. The King is coming. Open up your mind and believe it. Open up your heart and receive it. What a great set of lyrics that were written by the Gaithers way back. So today we celebrate his birth. That's what Christmas season is all about. Today, Christmas Eve, we hear and read the story. And our prayer is, as we go through the story that Luke shared, inspired by the Holy Spirit, to hear it, that when we see these verses, we'll see it. I pray that we hear it. I pray that you place it in your mind and in your heart that the Bible tells us that we need to receive Jesus as proof, as truth, that Jesus, even though he was from the beginning, came to earth to fulfill the plan that his Father has set forth. And maybe you've come in here tonight and maybe you haven't been to church for a while. Maybe you don't know the Lord. Maybe you know the Lord. Maybe you grew up in another denomination. Just put all that stuff aside right now. Forget about all that stuff. Oh, my gosh. Here we go, Lauren Daigle. We're all here today. Ashamed of what I've done, what I've become. These hands are dirty. I dare not lift them up to the Holy One, she wrote. Second verse, I've been hiding, afraid I've let you down. Inside, I doubt that you still love me. But in your eyes, there's only grace now. In her third verse, Lauren Daigle writes on how can it be, Though I fall, you can make me new. From this death, I will rise with you. Mr. Bill Clay did that this morning. Out of the grace reaching out to me, how can it be? And I came here to tell you that you plead my cause. Jesus writes our wrong. You break my chains. You have overcome. You gave your life, you gave me mine to say that I am free, how can it be? And I'm going to tell you tonight, it can. You can be free when you know him. Let's look at what, go on here, praise God. John 4, 34, he said, Jesus said to me, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Here we go, Luke chapter 2, in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world would be registered. This was the first registration when Crayinus was governor of Syria. 
And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. And when you read the scriptures and study the the scriptures, David also came from the town of Bethlehem. Because he was in the house of lineage of David, the Bible says, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. In verse 7 said, she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in the manger. Why? Because there was no room for them in the inn. And next in the book of life arise the shepherds and the angels. And it says, in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them and said, Glory, and the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, and it will be for all the people. And it's almost like I want to say, Fear not. If you've been here and you really haven't been following Christ or living for Christ, fear not. He's here for you. He'll give you a second chance, a third chance, because he loves you. That's why he came to earth. For unto us is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger. And suddenly there was a Great, great. There was an angel and a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he is blessed. Have you heard Danny Gokey's new Christmas CD? Listen to him saying, Glory to God in the high." Help me, Kathy. Praise God. Verse 15, When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste. They didn't mess around. And they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And Luke goes on and writes, And when they saw it, they made them known the saying that had been told to him concerning this child told to them. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that had been heard and seen and has been told to them. That's what church is all about. It's about glorifying and praising God and thanking him for all the blessings we have, thanking him for all he's done for us. And I thought to myself, people today, you know, probably almost 2,000 years later, are still wondering, still thinking about, did this really happen? Or is this some story, something that was told long ago, and we're not really sure if it happened or not. And then there are those who are believing and receiving Jesus from, that he came to earth as a baby to fulfill the plan set up by the Father. And they're coming and they're repenting of their sins, realizing we need Christ. We can't do it on our own. No other religion can do it. No amount of power, no amount of money. 
So we need to be treasuring in 2019, treasuring all these things from the Bible that we are hearing and seeing in God's Word and pondering them in our hearts. Paul wrote to the church at Romans, because if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him to the dead, you will be saved. With the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the Scripture says everyone, because we try to group people in different things, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord is the Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call upon him. So that's kind of like an if thing. If you want those blessings, you got to call upon him. For everyone who calls on him, on the name of the Lord, will be saved. Would you like to call on him today? Band, come forward. To finish 1 John, verse 3 and 4, John goes on and says, That which we have seen, we have heard, we proclaim to you also that you may have fellowship with us. And that's what we want here, a church that fellowships, a church that has a hunger for you, a hunger to realize the word has the truth, and we're supposed to worship him in spirit and in truth. But John says, that which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you, so that you may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and is with the Son, Jesus Christ. And we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. We would love it if your joy would be made complete today, that you would acknowledge Christ as your Lord and Savior, that you would realize, just like Lauren Daigle wrote, you know, I'm guilty. I'm ashamed of what I've done. I've become these hands that are dirty. I dare not lift them to the Holy One. We're asking you tonight to lift your hands to the Holy One, if you all could stand. We're asking you to hold up your hands to the Holy One. You know why? Because Jesus right now is pleading your cause with the Father. He will right your wrongs. He will break your chains. You will overcome this world. You gave your life, Jesus, to give me mine, to say that I am free. How can it be? So we're going to sing a song. Does anybody want to come to the altar? I would love to pray for you, and after that, we'll take our offering. Praise God. Go ahead, man. Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, one other thing is I tell all my passengers when they are deplaning is uh, never forget today is a gift. That's why we call it the present. And uh, so that's the greatest gift that we could ever be given. And here's the thing you have to receive is Christ our Lord. So think about that in the, in the morning as you're, you're opening all those gifts. Actually, we had uh, Christmas this morning. Lisa's shaking her head. So I won't say anything else about that. <laughs> but uh, um, enjoy your time with your families. And uh, don't forget the true reason for this season. 
Father, we just uh, thank you for all the who you are. Uh, let us continue each day to discover even more because there is more of you to discover. There's more freedom. Uh, there is more peace. That peace that uh, is beyond understanding is what arrived over 2,000 ago, years ago uh, in a manger in a uh, cold, damp, stinky place. And uh, so just uh, remind us what uh, true season or reason of this season is, is because your son came, was born. It was a new beginning. Let us have new beginnings uh, because of you. We love you. We thank you. Be uh, with all of these people, all this family. Uh, pour blessings over them and uh, give us new life. All in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.